Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining me for the PearCast episode 8. We got a lot of great news stories this month, bringing you some of the funniest things of the month. We also have a conspiracy story hosted by not Connor this time, but Paige Eckstein, who's That's joining me. me here as a co-host. Hello. And uh, filling in the round table here, we have Chris Brimmer. That's me filling out tables. That's what I do best. <laughs> filling out filling out the cast because Taking Connor, up spaces. Connor cannot join us this evening. He is out of town, but we still have a lot of great stories to bring you. Starting with Man found dead in wife's freezer after a decade left note saying she didn't kill him. I've actually heard about this. You heard one. this story? Yeah, I've totally heard about this one before. Have you heard this? Nope. She got it like like notarized. Like he notarized and was like, listen. She didn't murder me. I actually have a video. Did he just crawl into the freezer himself? No. So I think I don't want to steal the thunder, but I think it was, talking about it. what it was was something about um, he wanted her to continue to receive benefits on his behalf. And so he was just like, listen, when I die, just stuff me in the freezer. We'll notarize something that says you didn't murder me and you'll be good. Police in Utah. Yeah, I have a video here. Okay. Interesting. Let me, this will explain all of it. Should I throw it up? Yeah, throw it up. A man found dead in a freezer after 10 years may have planned to keep his death a secret to help his wife collect government benefits. Officers found the body of Paul Mathers in a chest-style freezer November 22nd. His wife died of natural causes in a retirement community near Salt Lake City. Investigators believe Mathers' wife, Jean Surun Mathers, put her husband in the freezer when he died between February 2009 and March 2009. But they also found a notarized letter inside the freezer signed by Paul saying his wife was not responsible for his death. Investigators are now looking into the possibility the couple planned to keep Mathers' death a secret so his wife could continue receiving his Social Security and Veterans Affairs benefits. Police investigators believe Surin Mathers received at least $177,000 of government payouts after her husband's death. Katie Johnston for CBS Local News. They make that sound like it's such a huge amount. Like that's over a decade. <laughs> yeah, that's it's. She got a hundred. I was thinking that exact 000. same thing. She got like ten grand a year, right? Seventeen. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, but they it's make still, it sound like it's yeah. such a huge. They make it amount. sound like she got a shitload of money. At first, that's what I was saying. Was like, whoa, and then I was like, wait a second, that's seventeen <laughs> seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's like shit. over ten years. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, the way the news anchor like framed it, like it's like a an ingenious crime, as opposed <laughs> to just like elderly people trying not to starve yeah, to death. To survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay, so my biggest question is though, she said the woman was living in a retirement facility. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that like a retirement home? Yeah. Yes. How did no one catch that there was an elderly man dead in her freezer for ten years? Well, because putting Cause up other people in the family probably were aware of this. Do you think so? Think about it. If you got a suburban house in any major area that's worth a bunch of money and grandma mm -hmm. doesn't live there anymore, but it's still in the family's name, people were either going to sell it or live in it or something, mm -hmm. you know, um, somebody was maintaining it. And at some point you're probably got to be like, well, grandma hasn't lived here in four years. Maybe we should clean out the freezers. Oh no, grandpa's <laughs> you <know>? in there. <laughs> yeah. But that didn't happen apparently. So, so I think other people must've known that grandma, uh, also, so somebody else knew that Grandpa was dead. Is this a giant freezer or a tiny man? Or was uh, there a some, combination of the two? A combination of the two. I imagine it's like she a deep, deep freezer. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, you know, the classic body in a deep freezer. Chris, yeah. you never you know, found yeah, a body in a deep freezer? Wouldn't you have to like fold somebody up and shit? Yeah, you got to fold them a little bit. 
a tiny bit. At least you got to fold them a tiny there's bit. There's a bit of people folding yeah. that goes into any good crime. People are you know. You know. Um, it's fine. But yeah, that's somebody else in the family had to know. And but was, like, also, what are they investigating? She didn't murder him. And she's dead, by the and way. And she's dead. So like, <laughs> they can't really dead. charge her with like fraud or whatever it is whenever you collect money on someone after they've passed away. Well, this is America, so they'll probably, if they have children, uh, put a rock on their check. Yeah. Until, uh, uh, $177,000 yeah. or whatever it is is paid off. Ugh. Yeah. Um, the, the headline's a lot funnier than the actual story when you get into it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I this is one of the few that I've actually had time to read before I, I we started the stream tonight. Um, the other ones I haven't really read, but this one is the only one that was like, oh, it's kind of just people trying to survive. People trying to survive yeah. and get by. Yeah. Um. I you know hey if I wouldn't uh I wouldn't mind being put in the freezer in <laughs> in that scenario. You Make know sure I mean? you get your stuff notarized if, if first. It, yeah. If it got my <laughs> missus ten more years of surviving, you know. Yeah, that seems well worth it. it. Yeah. 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 Or just if it's cheaper, I don't care. You know, I, <laughs> I feel I feel like Frank, and it's always sunny when he's like, "Throw me in the trash, I'm dead." I don't care. Like don't. whatever's cheapest. Yeah. yeah. So uh, in this case, not only did it not cost anything, it, it was a net benefit. Money. Yeah, yeah of almost two hundred thousand dollars. That criminal. We have a whole slew of Florida stories. <laughs> so I think I'm just oh, going to go through Florida's full of stories. Yeah, I got it. They always come up. I think I'm just going to kind of go through all the Florida ones in a row. So we'll start off with just a simple, quick one. A good laugh. Bus full of school kids evacuated over too much Axe body spray in Florida. <laughs> uh, a Florida student's use of Axe body spray was so overwhelming that a school bus driver pulled over and called for help thinking something was wrong. Students were asked to get out of the bus. Um, in Manatee County, they were evacuated by local EMS, the TV news station reports. Uh, but no one was taken to the hospital. The incident affected Buffalo Creek Middle School students near Parrish. What happened to them that made the bus driver? Like, were kids, like, eyes watering? Were I was they acting say, like they got maced? affected like... kids like they've been mustard gas. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. but they don't describe any, like, symptoms. Was and, it, and one kid was responsible for this? <laughs> Just yes. a single kid. Chris was, uh, now this might be. Uh, hey, that's more, you might remember the marketing campaign, the Pits the Chesky, Chesty. Oh, Pits the Chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Pull the Pits the Chest. <laughs> yeah. He was just doing, just like, doing that non-stop. Figure eights. People coughing. Yeah. Was Axe body spray around when you were in middle school? Uh, no, that's like high school, I want to yeah. say. Is when, I, uh, kids used to like bathe in it. reek yeah. of Axe yeah. body spray. Yeah, in middle it was brutal. No, when I was in high, high school, school. Uh, it, it, I was in high school when it was, be, when it was like its heyday, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, when it was its most popular. And uh, people would buy it for you. Like yeah. aunts and moms would be like, oh, here's that spray for here's you. Here's that $5 yeah. body spray that you always, you, you kids yeah. always talk about. Yeah. Doubles as chemical warfare, apparently. <laughs> apparently, you can, know. apparently you can take down a school bus with it, <laughs> which sounds really bad or, out of context. Oh, maybe maybe amazing. there's a, I'd like to imagine that it's like more fascinating in the chain of events that it led to. Like this kid's put it on and he drops it and the, the cap pops off. <laughs> it just keeps spraying as it, it rolls like, down yeah, the bus very exactly. dramatically. It just rolls through the whole bus spraying. When I was a kid, I used way. to like when they got close to being empty, I would take the axe can. And you'd drink it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You'd punch a hole in it. No. I come on, man. All right. I used to set it down and I would I would stab it. Okay. <laughs> like with an axe or a you know a machete and it would go poof. It'd explode. It was fun. Yeah. That's You're lucky you didn't get some shrapnel. Yeah. At any yeah. Point. yeah. Yeah. That's not very safe. Um anyway, 
moving on from Axe body spray. When you got done doing that, did you shoot flaming arrows at gas cans? <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> did I did use like the light because you could you could like light a lighter and spray Axe and it would create fire. Mm-hmm. I like doing that. <laughs> you do that with any compressed. Well, I liked yeah. it. It was fun though. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, man, arson's great. Tune in next time for more dangerous things you should arson, not try yeah. at home. Arson tips with Dan. <laughs> Speaking of things you should not try, pro golfer arrested in Florida prostitution sting called Operation Santa's Naughty List. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, was, wait, wait. What? Okay, I got, I got too caught up in the the Santa's Naughty List. Did you say pro golfer? I did. Like was a, a prof- prostitute? Prof- no. no he was, oh, he, he was, was a John. One of the he was a John. I assume he was the John. They don't actually or, just, say. Hold on, we're making a, a, we're making a lot of assumption here, guys. It could be that it was it's like a brothel full of old golfers. Oh, and he's like that's a he's like the madame, you know. Well, and he's bringing people to bang it, like Jack Nicholson. And he's, uh, is it what's Nicholas his name? Rather. The one who keeps getting in trouble and is the only golfer I know. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. No, it's is it Tiger not Woods. Tiger Damn it! I was kind of hoping it would be. But Tommy. Two Gloves Ganey, <laughs> what the fuck? 44, was arrested Sunday and charged with first-degree misdemeanor solicitation. Oh. Uh, Sunday, so John. Sunday yeah. the 26th, I believe. Um, Polk County Johnny Sheriff's two Office gloves. said Wednesday Johnny, that Ganey was arrested in an undercover sting called Operation Santa's Naughty List, <laughs> which lasted six days. Oh, the investigation so yielded 53 arrests for prostitution, 46 arrests for soliciting prostitution, and then five arrests for intent to sexually harm a child. Ooh. Which is not what Ganey is charged with, just to be clear. Yeah. Um, but so it sounds like Operation Santa's Naughty List was good. Why didn't they go after all the child molesters more so? They only caught like a handful of those, but they caught like, what, 40 prostitutes? Whatever. Well, what they, they probably do when they lure people there for those things is they're like, you know, like, what, what, do, they what do you call it when they, to catch a predator guy? Yeah. Like, you know, they're like... Uh, well, we um, got the young ones. What do you think, creep? Come back. And yeah. If they're like, sure, that sounds good, then that's the but charge. like, I don't know. Just leave fucking prostitutes alone. Go after the child molesters. Well, they're going after. I don't leave know. Brittany they caught alone. five. <laughs> they uh, among the suspects arrested a Disney security card guard who showed up naked to try to buy sex from an adult undercover detective. He showed up naked. He showed up naked. He just whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you missed that part. No, wait, repeat. He that? just like hopped out of his truck naked. <laughs> among those arrested was a Disney security guard who showed up naked. To try to buy sex from an undercover adult. He detective. wasn't fucking around. No, no he, he was ready. Did you ever see the um? He like, was like, "Hey, I'm not a cop, right? <laughs> so I'm going to show that." Have you ever seen the? Uh, I am wearing a wire. That's have you ever seen the Chris Hansen? Uh, oh yeah, the naked guy who shows guy up like shows five up times. Yeah. It's that same guy gets caught like yeah. five times, and he shows up naked every time. Well, I mean, that guy's got that guy's got a problem. This Disney security guard, I think, showed up to buy at least adults adult sex. It's just showing up naked is goddamn hilarious. He's Probably not, not the he's best not move. wasting any time. When you're paying for time, he's not fucking around. <laughs> I'm just I don't saying. have time to get my clothes off. That takes I only have thirty minutes with you. I'm not wasting five of it. I'm here. I'm ready. Let's go. I need two minutes of sex and twenty four minutes of cuddling. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Um I well, that might be actually it for our Florida stories. I thought we had a three but I'm not necessarily seeing it. We may come across it later uh, as I go through Lord the articles. Pops back up. But I do have. A... I'll go ahead and make up a Florida story. Oh yeah, let's hear. Probably it. Do it. won't be. Let's no, hear it. No, I'm okay. Just I'm just saying it wouldn't be as ridiculous as the real Florida stories. Yeah, you know? True. Um, so we'll move on to some of our animal stories. I got a couple of those too. Uh, Paige, you like this one? 
Oh, will I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you will. There's nothing. I don't know. I don't have to throw some like mummified toe drinking anything fucked up this entire podcast. I don't believe you. One one article is maybe borderline. Okay. But other than that, nothing's that fucked up. Okay. You'll like this one. Someone is putting tiny cowboy hats on pigeons in Las Vegas. That's amazing. That's I've amazing. Heard about this. As animal wor- what? As animal workers rescue to remove them. Oh. Are they hurting the pigeons? Well, that's what I'm not entirely sure of. Do is, hats hurt? How pigeons? do you get when you see the picture of it? Are they you're, like, you're like, how's that? Is that hat stapled on them? Yeah, is it, is it like glued? Is it on the meat? Or are they just like putting them like little rubber bands? Because that's um, fucking adorable. There is something about glue in here, but let me Aww. let me start off the top. I, I don't know. Maybe there's not glue. Someone in Las Vegas has All been putting tiny cowboy out. hats on the heads of Las Vegas pigeons. And while you might be asking yourself why, one local onlicker only has one explanation. The rodeo's in town. <laughs> That's Wait, what so Robert Lee stunt? told. Are they trying to say it's like a stunt to drum up interest? I don't know. <laughs> That's what Robert Lee told Storyful when asked about the pigeons. He recorded wearing miniature cowboy hats. <laughs> That's the only explanation I have, said Lee. I saw something red on the pigeon's head and looked down at these awesome things, he said. <laughs> do you have any pictures? Please I tell do. Me you you want to see a picture? Yeah, I really want to see a pigeon pictures. with a cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah, Chris, you're going to love this, buddy. I'm excited. I've seen one of them, I think. Oh, yeah? Have you seen this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aren't they cute? They're super cute. Oh my god! Love- Describe them. They look like uh, they look like characters in Rango. Yeah, yes, they do. <laughs> they have their tiny little red cowboy hats, and they're so cute. And, and so the much. the way the like the ones cocked to the side, like Woody from Toy Story, and the others like a sheriff. He does. He looks so serious uh, yeah. in the way he's yeah. looking down. Oh my god! Um, I also have a I have a couple more. I love them. I think I have another picture. Well, they better not be hurting them or like glued to their head. Well, I mean, there's. Uh, I don't think it's attached to their brain. Stem, at least. Oh, oh Jesus shit. Christ! God, sorry about that. that. So I just played a really loud noise. Um, Ooh. Sorry about that. I thought there was a. There's a video. Did you just us hear that or did that? Go <laughs> well, I forgot. I already looked at this. There's a video on Fox News, but it's one of those stupid modern videos that just text over a footage and there's oh, no actual there's, yeah. i thought there might be an interview with robert lee but uh you'll never believe what's going on in the tampa where are we talking about what uh, new, uh, la, new, las vegas yep. i um, said new vegas new vegas <laughs> here check this out you can tell which one i care about more yeah. oh hold on i love them so much check this out. here's a video i think this is oh, lee's video oh my god It's, it, he's driving by one he's and it's tiny little red by. hat. It's so oh, cute. It's so cute. It's really cute. Such a tiny little red yeah. hat. I mean, uh, I think that there should be a whole public works project to, give to keep artists hats. at work just putting hats on creatures. That's amazing. Um, oh, I don't like that it hurts them, though, because it's super cute. Well, uh, there's another interview. No, I don't really think it. You don't think it's that cute? No, no I'm sorry. I was engaging with Chad. I forgot I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I forgot how it works. <laughs> Chris, you son of a bitch. I know. Uh, Let's pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to edit this. So, uh, with the, uh, but uh, do we know that it, they're gluten, though? Does Is it say? Have you read that? Uh, KVVU reported that a local animal rescue and a pigeon advocacy group known as the known as Lofty Hopes has serious concerns about the negative impacts the hats will have on the pigeons. Ain't no bird want to fuck another bird in a red hat. <laughs> At first, I was <laughs> like, they do. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. At first, I was like, oh my god, that's cute. Maria Hillman told KVVU. Then I was like, wait a minute. How'd they get those hats on there? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. 
But I mean, yeah. like, so they said maybe it's because of the rodeo. Let's be for real. Rodeos are fucking horrific and yeah. terrible whoa, for animals whoa, whoa. and should be outlawed because they're fairness, garbage. Yeah, the rodeo they probably are brad nailing these uh, little hats. Yeah, on. <laughs> exactly. Like Hillman rodeos an, are shit. So. Hillman runs an advocacy organization whose slogan is a pigeon positive movement. <laughs> Weird. Uh, there's, you know what? Weird. Okay. Pigeons are a finite resource, guys. We can't. True. Out of all the animals the that are have. at a, a level of finiteism, though, yeah. pigeons aren't exactly top priority. Really, really worried about the pigeon and rat community. Of the city. <laughs> <laughs> are they going to make it? <laughs> While the identity of the person putting the hats on the pigeon remains unknown, Hillman told KVVU her organization is on a mission to track down the birds and remove their hats. Did they glue them? What does it mean for them? <laughs> is it something that's going to impede their flight or attract predators? Well, if it, impeded, it, if it impeded their flight, though, um, you should be able to track the person. You should down be able to just easy. run and grab a, the pigeon that can't fly. Yeah. Well, you should also be able on. to find out who's putting them on there because they're all just going to be walking around by some guy's house. Yeah, that's true. They're all, <laughs> all going to be right well, there. Well, how widespread is this? Are there two or a thousand? Yeah, that's like... true. We've only seen a couple. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've seen like two. Um, that's yeah. That's not cool to glue stuff to animals. We don't, don't know do if that's that. what's They never even confirm if they're actually gluing it to an animal or not. That's true. Um, it's a mystery we don't know. <laughs> but speaking of protected animals, we could assume they're held on with good intentions and hope. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Speaking of protecting animals, we have spiky bodysuit protects small dogs from big enemies. <gasps> now oh, let I me this let idea. me Adorable. throw up this picture. Is this going to be a little Mad Max Gimp? Yes, it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh my it god! It looks like a punk rock dog. It does. No, it, it, it looks like it looks uh, like a little gimp dog. It looks like Road Warriors. Uh, the nemesis like, is little. It's a dog covered in little spikes. It's like a tiny little Pekingese yeah, or it's... something, and it's got black like sweater thing on with big silver spikes coming out of it. Uh, a new north. Uh, a new North Vancouver company is out to make the outdoors safer for little dogs. Looking to make little dogs kinky again. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Columbus and Janice Voth work together at the same veterinary clinic in North Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> I like Vancouver. <laughs> Notice small dogs coming in with puncture wounds, oh. suffering from attacks from other large breed dogs, raccoons, and coyotes. The little dogs would come in, and half the time they can't come out of those sort of tra traumatic events. Aww. So when we wanted <clears throat> so we just wanted to help and have something that would help them, Voth said. Voth and Columbus started working on a special harness that can fit around the back uh around the back of the dog and around the neck. It covers the parts of the dog that research has shown where that's where coyotes and other dogs normally would go for. Oh, harness. like they'd run up and try and pick them up yep. from the back or So the harness is covered with that. hollow plastic spikes that are lightweight and water resistant. The duo says it's been a year-long process developing the prototype and building up their business, which they renamed Predator Beware. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. All right. Uh, the, the B stands for bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the product will be officially launched next month on their website. I could definitely see this being, like, super useful in more rural areas, yeah. not yeah, just with coyotes, certainly. but also with, like, hawks and oh, stuff yeah. that come after, like, birds of prey that yeah. come after yeah. tiny dogs. Well, I definitely see a lot of advantages, and I would encourage them to just uh, hey, keep refining that design, fellas. <laughs> just uh, keep trying with I it. I think they need to add, like, um, I, I need to, they need to add, like, a ball gag in its I mouth. Like yeah, a it looks... red ball gag. <laughs> I want them to have, like, and, like a, a zipper little, suit. A little yeah. helmet with one giant spike <laughs> yeah. coming off. Like a, it does look like, like some Mad Max shit. It does. It really well, does. It, here's the thing, too, is it's like, it just kind of... 
like the dog looks real comfortable. He does. <laughs> he real does. cute. He I got another picture chill. of the dog. But it's like it he's real cute. He's a real cute he's, little he's model dog. He's a cute dog. little dog. But I, I could see a lot of dogs being like, "Don't put Fuck that this. shit on me." Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him getting it put on here. Oh, look at him getting it put on here though. He's so he's so cute. He looks so ready for it. Look at that guy. Oh. Look how cute he looks. He's so cute. Yeah, man. He says, "Thanks for putting that harness on me." You're what so sweet. Cutie. You're so sweet, owner. That's awesome. That's a good story. I, I like you know, that story. They need some kind of like turtle shell on the bottom of them, though. To yep. cover, oh, yeah. What if they them. get flipped over? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You know, I get it. You can't put spikes everywhere. Why not? Maybe we should just start genetically engineering little dogs to, to be have like spikes pufferfish. all over. Porcupine <laughs> yeah. And shit. yeah, yeah. Smart. Or teeth all over their backs. Boom. Everybody wants a dog with teeth, teeth all over it. Right? Can't go wrong. Yeah. I see no downfall. It's like Tokyo Gore Police or some levels of genetic engineering. It's got to be some Tokyo Gore Police fans out there. Um, there's some just for you. sure. Just you. You're the, <laughs> only, one. the only one. I'm not necessarily a fan. <laughs> it just seemed like an appropriate reference. Uh, this is an interesting story, and it's an interview. And a, a, I'll just kind of read the headline, and you guys can ask questions. And I'll, I'll try to answer them. How does that sound? First one. What's the headline? <laughs> All right. God damn it. This wearable vest grows a self-sustaining garden watered by your own urine. <laughs> Can we just not ask questions and move oh, on? Oh, no. Okay. No. All the questions, first no. off. Um why is this a self-contained is it is it like a wetsuit in the sense that you can just pee without thinking about it and it waters the garden well you can see or do you have to it. take your own urine and what and then like piss in a cup and <laughs> that'll pour answer it on but yourself. first take a look at a picture of it this is an actual picture okay that looks like old greg from uh, it really the mighty, fucking does the mighty like Boosh. dead on is this real <laughs> like real, real real this isn't a satire website this is not a satire website this is from uh like where is this from a pm this is from cbc.ca this is canada you have a drink, old Canada. What are you shoe? doing? <laughs> anyway, um, you, you don't have any questions. I uh, no. I thought you were gonna. Uh, oh yeah, you want to know how the pee thing works, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to um, know. Do you I have don't. to pour? Is it self? Because I'm a lot more interested if it's self-contained. Like I'm in the market for this. What do you have to have like a catheter and it like feeds up to well, an irrigation system I don't on know. the vest? That's, that's what I want to know. I don't. I is don't want to know answers. Is it just like, is it like an external thing, or do I got to put a, a tube in my in my my? You uh, don't have to put a. We tube call in. it a pee pee in my house. <laughs> you don't have to put a urethral tube in. You don't have to do that. Catheter. No urethral tubes. No urethral tubes. It's a catheter. Tube. Why do we keep making up new words for it? <laughs> um. To be fair, in the article, the headline's kind of misleading. When you actually read it, the person who developed it just said, "I guess you could use human waste." <laughs> oh. <laughs> So somebody just like <laughs> zeroed in on somebody that and ran with it. The interviewer said, and when you talk about bodily systems, you're actually talking about fertilizing with human waste. How is that achieved? The uh, creator says, I guess human waste could be used, but the waste is coming from smaller creatures and the pollinators and so forth. So like there's that. So you got little creatures yeah, living on you? Yeah, that was the, I thought you might have that you got question. You got a frog in or your like pocket? Not little creatures, like uh, little like, worms and... Yeah. Uh, Okay, so it's now now but it's a why, vest worms, of worms. Worms. <laughs> What's the purpose of wearing it? I don't understand. It seems I so impractical. So I think honestly, yeah, I didn't even think to that level yet of why. Like, just why? <laughs> why? Just I'm why? pretty sure that this is an art thing. Oh, no. that makes it yeah. dumb. No, they, it does make it dumb. <laughs> Your scientists dumb. got so worried about whether or not they could, they didn't stop and think about whether or <laughs> not they should. They should. Um, oh, I really don't God. know. Uh, 
they are designed to provide sustenance for the wearer in a future world where climate change has degraded the soil and people are forced to flee floods All and right. other climate There are impact. other ways to grow it's, things gonna, besides literally having to wear it on yourself as a also, vest. And like... How much calorie intake could you possibly get out of a vest? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what are you going to have 12 peppers on it? You're going like, to you're gonna take, like, little grow, basil leaves want, and nibble on them? Yeah. I want to see a full stock of corn. Yeah. Like, coming off. Yeah. Like, all the way out. <laughs> like, a full ear? Yeah. yeah. Just all the way out. <laughs> Straight up. This seems like a thing that uh, would be... Um, like in a comic, you'd be like, oh, cool. And then if they did it in a movie, you'd be like, oh, you should have left that part from the comic out. <laughs> like, because it doesn't make sense. It's kind of weird in real life, yeah. It's completely it's like impractical. If, if you're some kind of alien race that can have, like, 1,100 calories a month uh, and survive, then, yeah, maybe a vest that takes, like, six weeks to give you a pepper. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> or, like, a, a one tomato, you know. Um, or if you were a giant and this was part of your, like, arrangement to feed smaller beings. <laughs> yeah, know? then it might work. You know? Like a like a giant turtle. If you're like a Lilliputian, then yeah. so that's the only time this would be maybe practical. Good. If you're a fucking what? Lilliputian. Lilliputian. Yeah, if you're tiny. Mm. If you like, if you could go swimming in this. Uh, yep. This lava lamp we have this on the lava table. Lamp. Um, it'd be trippy. Moving on from my mescaline's kicking in, guys. Sweet. <laughs> moving on from dog gimps to human gimps. Ooh. Oh. This is like maybe our most fucked up story. It's not even that bad. Uh, police issue update on latex clad gimp terrorizing sleepy Somerset village. <laughs> now you got to see the picture before you get okay. into it. Okay. Here he is. Oh, creepy. Oh my God. That's it's legit creepy. terrifying. Yeah. Basically, this dude was jumping out and saying boo. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> This I'd beat like, the shit out of him. Well, where is this well, at? I think I have a controversial stance. Where is this at? Um, Somerset. Where's that? Another. Dude, that I don't picture... know, dude. Why are you asking me that? Is it in America? No. That okay. picture was I was all... going to say, that's probably why, because that guy would get shot yeah. if Somebody, he jumped definitely. out here at someone. Um, Somerset is in West England. So, that picture, uh, if we could see it again at some point. Um, yes. It's like Throw it up in a bit. you can tell he's moving, and it's just out of focus enough that he looks like he's phase shifting into existence or something. He's got, like, I'm trying crazy to see if I have hands. another picture of him, but I think that yeah. is the only one I have. Let me. That picture is creepier than any up. slender man. I don't like it. Yeah, I super don't like it. <laughs> it's just a gimp, guys. No, no it's fucked up it's, too. But the way because... the picture is like blurry, kind of, and in focus, little. I'm telling you, well, I think I have a different that. stance on this. It's so fucked up because I'm pretty sure that's a sexual thing for him, and he's involving <laughs> non-consenting people in it by jumping out Listen, at them and getting some, off on some that. Some people have that's sexual, sexual you know assault. What? Some people have sexual things where they're like, uh, let's see what I'm saying. Like, this looks like he's got alien hands. Also, looks it like really he has does. He's out of focus. Looks and, like he has uh, boobies. Yeah. Uh, looks like he has uh, male genitalia too. Listen, I may have a controversial stance on this. You, do you love it? No. That's What's you. your stance? That's you. Listen, <laughs> you took that vacation I think to he's Cornwall handsome. recently. <laughs> no, I don't think he's handsome. What's I, your stance? What's wrong with popping out and saying boo? Okay, back to my point. But okay. I'm pretty sure well, it's something sexual for him, and he's involving non-consenting right, people in that. Right, therefore, right, right. it's sexual assault, Definitely. and that's not cool. Uh-huh. You want to get your rocks off on weird shit? Just do it with people that are into it. Don't involve. But like, what if your rocks off are like, um, like <sighs> not offing your rocks? No, no. What if like getting your rocks off is like getting on the bus and like 
seeing don't other do it. people I don't get even need bus. to hear the rest of it. Like, then don't horny. do it. Like you're like, oh, that turns me on. Then I'm that's on the fucked bus. up, and that's sexual assault. And I see other people getting on the bus and seeing people getting in and out of the bus, in and out, in and out, turns me on. See, I think that's fucked up, <laughs> and that's still sexual assault. Don't involve non-consenting uh, guys, people um, in your sex stuff. I'm gonna close the game, but I don't like. There's it a oh why? I'm tired of it. <laughs> He's creepy. He's real creepy. You're, you're defending his right to gimp out. I'm public. defending his right to jump out and say boo, and so are the police because he was released without charges. I'm yeah. just saying, if he was here, if that was here, he would get stabbed. He or would shot get stabbed, and you know what? So quickly. You know what? Maybe he deserves to, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you shouldn't pop out and say boo to people. Yep. Well, I, I think don't I, disagree I with fall that. on the scale in between here, where I, I feel like this is the type of thing where you do it, and the police should come and be like, for real. This isn't like that's basically what technically happened. a crime yet, but if you ever do this again, we'll write one to make sure that yeah. like you, know, you can. Uh, because really, it should be sexual harassment in the very like, least. Like it's obviously a thing for him to get his rocks off, and that's fucking creepy. Well, it, it seems like know. it's like eighty percent of the way to just like flashing your dong at people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no doubt. The woman, well, one of the women who was. Did he only do it to women too? Um, I don't know. I mean, I doesn't say who he only did it to. Mm-hmm. Um, but. She said that every time she closes her eyes, she sees that face. <laughs> it is pretty terrifying. It's fucked up. It's freaky. He's got like red X's. He's got red for X's eyes over his eyes. Like that guy's definitely um, doing other fucked up shit. Yeah. Like that's not his first and only thing he's doing. That guy's. What a, are you going to accuse him of? Sexual deviancy in some way or the other killer. is what I'm saying. He's totes a serial killer. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, he's the of, one who helped that old lady put a, the old man in the fridge. <laughs> speaking of serial it's killers. grandson. Mm-hmm. You, ever, you ever heard of the movie? Psycho. No, what is by it? By Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred? Alfred. <laughs> well, we got a... It's spelled Alfred. He was a large man. We got what I call a psycho situation. Ooh. Brazilian man, address... Brazilian man arrested after dressing up as his mother to take driving test for... Her. I that psycho that's setup not, was uh, yeah. listen. Uh, sorry, that's guys. not yeah. very psycho. You really, you really oversold mother, it, Dan. Is the yeah, mother alive still? <laughs> yeah, the mother's alive. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing like psycho. Well, I wanted you, you to just, sell it. You pitched, but us, here's a picture. Uh, you pitched us like Star Wars, and we got an look, episode. Doesn't of Arthur this kind of look like um, you know, Norman Bates, right? Dude, I just describe love... it. She kind of looks like a bartender we worked with at a place. Oh my god, but describe what she looks like. He, he sorry. He dressed as his mother does. Is one of these pictures his mother and one him? Are they no, both those are him? both him. Okay. Oh shit! I thought the one on where she's sitting. He looks fucking good for real. Yeah. Uh, he looks fucking good. He was really trying. He's got like a really bright flowery blouse on. He's got his hair all curled. He's got makeup on, a yeah. long skirt, nails painted. Why like not, he looks legit. Why not in let this. him pass? What's yeah. the problem? Well, just let this elderly because woman drive. You that probably shouldn't. Yeah, be able that's to. the problem. That's, yeah, forty-three-year-old uh, man has been arrested in. Northern... Oh, his mother would have been like seventy. Yeah, so. a forty-three-year-old man has been arrested in northern Brazil for dressing up as his mom to take the driving test for her. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. Do it. But when his sixty-year-old mother kept failing her driving test, he decided he would step in, <laughs> donning a floral dress, sparkling painted nails, fresh makeup, and a wig. I'd he say committed. fresh. Fresh is the term fresh I would use. He committed, he, like, he, for he real. Fresh. And he looked great. But yeah, you should not be, if your mother is repeatedly failing her driving test, it's time for her to not drive anymore. Well, it, uh, <laughs> That's what were the good. consequences in Brazil for this? Firing squad? Or, <laughs> like, what they, uh, what it, happened? It appeared to be working before the instructor became suspicious. She noticed the woman's ID didn't exactly bear a striking resemblance to the woman in front of her. So she raised the alarm. He tried to be as natural as possible. He wore lots of makeup with his nails nicely done. (laughs) And he wore women's jewelry. Instructor, whose name I also will not try to pronounce, said, 
The police were called and he was arrested at the driving school for fraud and misuse of someone's identity. He confessed that he wasn't the woman in question, but the son, her son, who was trying to have him pass so his mom would be able, uh, trying to pass as his mom so that he would be able to pass this practical driving test. Okay. So, I mean... Like not, not, the, not the worst. Not thing. the worst crime I like, ever. He's yeah. fun. It I looks like funny. his dedication. Yeah, he went all out for it. He man. did go all out. I'll give him that. He cares about his mama and her right to drive. <laughs> he I don't blame like him. She'll probably kill people while driving if she's failed that many times. Yeah, I really want to know what, like, some of these crimes, like the gimp guy. It's like I want to know. <laughs> What do you charge that guy with? Like, when the, <laughs> what, what do you do? I don't think you very... charge Gimp Guy. I think you keep a good eye on Gimp Guy. <laughs> yeah. what I think you, do. you keep tabs of Gimp, of Gimp okay, Guy, yeah. and then you wait for Gimp Guy to do something real bad, and then you arrest him. No, <laughs> no, you don't wait for him to do it real bad. I'm sorry. You keep an eye on him, and you wait for him to maybe attempt something, and you stop him, yep. and you arrest Gimp Guy. Uh, who knows how many gimp guys are we? Can, we can't dedicate a detective to every gimp guy. I think guy. we should. I think once you're once you de- once you detect gimp guy, <laughs> you have some kind. Yeah. I think the reason that that needs to be some kind of crime, right? Even if it's just a misdemeanor, is so that they're on they're like officially on the books. You need like you know, a yeah. There needs to be like a jumped a out in leather with their dong showing. Oh, you're uh, saying like that should be the specific crime? No, no, maybe not that. But what do you charge somebody with? Maybe that. Maybe you make that just, a crime. Like, is there just a general like creepy guy list of like yeah. dudes we should maybe watch a little bit? And then bit. <laughs> and like in Brazil guy trying to take the driver's test for his mom like obviously they're like well we got you got to you're in trouble for something but what do we call this? <laughs> what do we yeah? What like, crime is? Because there's no specific crime for trying to take your mother's driving test. True. Right. So is it like uh, impersonating? No, that's person, fraud. That's fraud. It... Yeah, and that's, that's what he got, what charged, he got for. charged for, and that sounds reasonable yeah. actually. I mean, if you were if you were walking in somewhere with your ID, um. And trying to say you were somebody else, that's like the definition of fraud. I try to use your ID to sign up for memberships all the yeah. time. <laughs> okay, okay. And they don't let like, me. Like, what kind of memberships? Don't you worry don't about it. Anyway, moving on to our <laughs> next story. Um, you remember earlier we were talking about aerosol devices? Yeah. Spray cans, the whatnots, the what have you. Mm-hmm. Bus, f- oh, I already read that one. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the bus full of school kids. Driver who used excessive amount of air freshener blows up his own car by lighting a cigarette. Oh, whoa. <laughs> how much did he use? That I that's don't a lot. know. No, and that's how, how soon after did he use it? Did he light um, his cigarette? Like, is this Moments just... after, okay, apparently. That, that's he, a little he better. He tried to light the cigarette with the can, the flaming <laughs> While can While he's of spraying This was in it. Halifax. Um, Nova Scotia? No. UK. UK, oh. Um... Oh. Firefighters responded to the incident on Fountain Street in Halifax and West Yorkshire, UK, shortly after 3.30 p.m. on Saturday. West Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service said that the dramatic explosion is believed to have been caused by excessive use of air freshener. Is the dude dead? <laughs> why did they why did um, they say excessive they believe it's excessive probably. use of air fresh did it like reek of air fresher when they got there like um, what is alongside there? the picture of the damaged vehicle the fire service wrote on twitter excessive use of air freshener was the cause when the driver lit a cigarette cigarette the outcome was dramatic it can't it can't be that just one can in your car is enough to ignite all I of the know, oxygen it's all condensed, your car you know what i mean um, you know, but, roll your window down. Yeah, well, like there was an episode of MythBusters where they tested that thing about blowing up a house with uh, bug foggers, mm-hmm. and it took like so much, like per square foot. You know what I mean? So this guy must have been like, I'm trying to figure out how much he used and if he's alive. That's what I'm having trouble figuring out. 
That's what I'm wondering. It's like, did he have one in a case? Oh, oh okay. Like... Okay, look, look, okay. So uh, this is another quote from Craig Chu Malding, I think on Twitter. Um, uh, car explosion in Halifax Town Center. What an enormous bang. I was in an adjacent bar. Emergency services on scene in moments. Unbelievably, the driver just climbed out. Thankfully, there appears to be no injuries. Dang. That guy's lucky. Yeah. Remember when I was talking about smacking my, my axe kids? Yeah. You do stuff like that when you're younger, man. You could survive. No, Wait, nobody Dan, should do this. Nobody Dan, should do are, this. Are you this insinuating, Dan, are you insinuating that you're impervious to fire? Uh, I'm, or just fire derived I'm from I'm insinuating that I am impervious to small explosions. Okay. <laughs> They don't All not right. fire. I just like to throw this out there again. Nobody do these things at home. No, don't do anything with any of these things that we have talked. Don't about. put your elderly husband in a freezer. Nope. Don't uh, don't dress in a gimp suit and jump out at people. Yeah, and go boom. Don't don't glue hats to pigeons, and don't fuck around with like aerosol sprays. Yeah, don't don't hit uh, your axe body spray cans with hatchets. Uh, he or didn't. Basically, he didn't ventilate it. He just sprayed a bunch of fucking air freshener in his car, rolled up the windows, and was like, "That'll." That'll help get the smell of jizz out of the seats. <laughs> and then and then got in and was like, let's light up. And then lit up a cigarette and poof, I got a picture of the car if you want to see it. It's real, dude. It's I don't know how he survived this because um, it's real bad. Look at that. Damn. It's like the top of it is like bowed. Yeah, the windshield's like, yeah, totally gone. The, windshield's the gone. like doors are kind of puffed. I don't out. know how you would survive. It's this. like it looks like a cartoonish explosion happened yeah. where it was just like poof, like a big circle. Yeah, yeah judging yeah. from that That's car, crazy. I'm guessing it was. Uh... X body spray again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. X body spray strike. Speaking again. of guys, uh, you ever worry about having like a little bit of a funky smell, or you get done from the gym and you oh want like my a God. quick? Is this gonna be one Every of those day. summer's eves commercials? Yeah, I'm vaginally be... musty right now. <laughs> I was gonna. Can you relieve it my into must? A fake X plug, but oh, but, but X isn't paying us. So let's just move on to the next story. Next and final on the list, I believe. And then there's one thing, two two things I want to talk about still. I have that an I don't update have to on give. Here. Yeah, pages an update, mm. and then there's something else I might want to talk about. Um, this, this headline says best Christmas gift since Jesus woman finds out she's pregnant nine days before giving birth. Whoa. What? Why would that be a good thing? Why would anybody be like, Oh, thank God. I am not remotely prepared at all physically, emotionally, or monetarily for what's about to happen in less like a week. I just drank hard alcohol a week every day. Yeah. Uh, I have a video with Uh, a woman and an interview, the baby, everything. You want to see it? No. Sweet. Let's pull it up. Um, where does this? Take it just place? reminds me of that. Like, I didn't know I was pregnant. And well, every but I one think was that like, this I thought woman I just had have... to take a wicked shit, and then it cried. <laughs> I think this woman may have legitimately not known she was pregnant. I don't know if she's lying there. I can't back up this. Wait, which one of them is the pregnant one? These are the these are these the, the newscasters. <laughs> right, guys, you ready? So this is a story you may find hard to believe, especially if you've ever had the privilege of having a baby. Not once, but twice for me. There you go. Let's talk about this Mid-South woman. She found out that she was pregnant just nine days before she gave birth. She is calling her beautiful bundle of joy, her son, a miracle baby. Yeah, probably a miracle because he didn't come out with, like, fetal alcohol syndrome (laughs) or something. Shit. Second time you made a joke like that. Well, yeah. Fox 13's Chapon Riley is joining us live from Baptist Women's Hospital in East Memphis. That is the hospital where... This young woman, she welcomed her baby boy. Hey, Siobhan. 
Darcy and Lauren Chalk told me that she gave up on having babies because she already had two miscarriages prior to that. It was not until the Saturday before Thanksgiving that she found out she was pregnant. And get this, she was 38 weeks along. Jesus Christ. It's okay. It's okay. It's easy for Lauren Chalk to smile now. That wasn't the case in 2014 and 2016 when she and her husband tried to have a baby. Given the history of miscarriages that I All right, that's had, enough of that. You know, that's I enough of that so story. Like, that's not a know, real healthy looking baby. No, because she didn't know she was pregnant until nine was days pregnant. before. So good for her. That's definitely, I can I see guess. her seeing that as a miracle baby. <clears throat> definitely, especially if she was struggling. And Paige I'm just being so polite. I'm surprised. No, that's good for her. That's tough. That's really tough. Yeah, definitely. But also, like, there's a lot of shit you got to do while you're pregnant to make sure your baby isn't fucked up when it's yeah, born. Yeah, like not drink, smoke. Eat uh, a ton of stuff. Take yes. tons of vitamins that you should mm -hmm. be taking. Yeah, like, how much shellfish do you think that woman ate before she had that baby? All of it. All this shellfish. That baby has mercury poisoning. There's All the mercury so... in East Memphis. No, <laughs> All the mercury. I was, you know, to start it off when they were talking, I was like, this uh, newscast production is some shit quality. Where is this taking place? Like the uh, East Memphis. Apparently. Yeah. Cause I'm like, their skyline has two buildings. <laughs> <laughs> like if you look at it and it's yeah. like um, crappy audio recording in one camera that shoots both of them while they're like super close, like just kind of like <laughs> talking into one mic that's way up in the air above them. Now, one thing they didn't go into in the video uh, that we just watched, we didn't get to it at least is she uh, has polycystic ovary syndrome. Mm hmm. Which means she has very irregular periods, mm -hmm. so she wasn't necessarily expecting. It does one. a lot of things. Uh, I I guess maybe she doesn't have one for eight months. I still seems a little crazy that you wouldn't know you were pregnant. No, that the, so that fucks up a lot of shit. Yeah, like a whole bunch of shit where I I could legitimately see that you wouldn't know what, but like morning sickness and all that too. You wouldn't have symptoms of that. You wouldn't. Not everybody gets that. What about gaining weight. I guess when she was pretty she large, she was kind of a large, she was a large lady. Yeah, you might not notice as much. I guess. And mm -hmm. like you, that's one of the things with PCOS is you can just gain, well, you can be larger, you can gain weight, you can lose weight. Your periods could be really irregular. It could just be spotting, which yeah. is a sign of pregnancy. But if you already have that going on, then you're not going to really notice it right. as being anything different. Well, I mean, that's, that's and it. that's And that also makes fertility difficult. Right. Um, But holy shit, I wouldn't, like, if I found out I was going to give birth in a week, I would be freaking the fuck you out right now. You wouldn't say, like, this is the best Christmas gift since no. Jesus. No. Fuck no, I wouldn't. You would be more like God's uh, best present since Allah or something. I'd fucking throw myself down the stairs for real. That's so fucked up. I couldn't do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Paige. Okay. Nine days. Ah, oh, let's just move on. <laughs> you know, to, adoption's always enough. To the next story. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You jump straight to uh, yeah. Uh, like Chris, self abortion you go, too. You like go a week. I want abortions. in a week. I want you to go through like some of the most horrific oh, pain hey, ever imaginable. You don't need to convince me. It. If I find out I gotta leave town eight days from now, I'm like, oh god, I'm not prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now go through birth. <laughs> Who's gonna watch my dog and make sure that uh, I don't know somebody watches Shark Tank at my house? <laughs> I watch Shark Tank at your house any day you want. Um. So honestly, that kind of wraps up a lot of our news stories. But I want Paige to update us on some big yes. news. But before she does. I'm going to introduce it and kind of talk about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so we've talked about... You're going to the... introduce her introduction? No. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to introduce Mine's what we're really going to talk short, about. It's a really so short thing. It's going to be so. tiny. We've but talked I'm about uh, the St. Louis trolley. In... Oh, yes, yes. And we have an update on the St. Louis trolley. Now, previously when we had talked about it, uh, the, the, it's gone through a lot. It's been a multi-episode thing that we've talked about. It's a local trolley here 
um, in a sector of town that nobody ever wanted. Nobody ever wanted this trolley, and they built it anyway. It covers like two miles. It goes 2.2 miles. Yeah, I think. Yes. it's a tiny little stretch. So In it, one shopping district. It just follows one road in, in one shopping district. So it's been getting progressively uh, funnier. It's hit cars. It's not being ridden by anyone. They it breaks down constantly. Stand up comedy on it, yeah. which <laughs> was our, our introduction into it. My favorite so far is that when it breaks down, they still sell you tickets, and your ticket is just a coupon. refund slip. Yeah, that yeah. you have to mail. Yeah. in. you have to, to mail it. It takes six, like yeah. four to six weeks to get it's your dollars back. So now we have an update on it. Paige, what's the update on the St. Louis trolley? Today is its last day. It is officially closing down after over $51 million have been pumped into this fucking shit show that no one wanted, no one asked for, and they were determined to keep around. Organized crime's real, yo. That's my stance on it. Yep. Chris thinks it's, it's like some I think this is like, if you've seen The Sopranos, I feel like this is the Esplanade deal in, yeah. in St. Louis. Like, how does $51 million get spent on a bus, basically? A shitty <laughs> that, fucking rundown that, bus that, that can't even run That runs like three times miles. a day that nobody wants. Um, and then now, the only good constantly. thing to come out of this is um, the Metro Department might take it over. By state. Okay, well, another uh, state department might take Who it over. Who might say, oh, my God, this is so inefficient. We need to just get rid of and it. And luckily, <laughs> the funds are there to rip it out. Too. Yes, yeah, so that was one of the contingencies of putting it in is they had to have a grant set aside to fix it. That sounds even more corrupt that they baked in even more money to mm-hmm. just undo the project. I wonder if that money even still exists. <laughs> but uh, what were but the, the trolley is gone after the, today. What were the numbers on a page? The entire it was metro over, system? Oh, the entire metro system has a budget of $280 million a year. And it covers like, what was it, like 29 million miles? It travels 29 million it's, miles a year. <laughs> whereas the loop trolley cost $51 million and covers... Two, two miles. miles, yeah. Like two, or I guess technically two eight miles a miles. day. So if you want to do the math, eight miles a day, because it runs the three mm-hmm. times or whatever, times um, 365 days, except it's only been operating, Yeah. what, like half of the time? Because it's uh, always broken. It's always broken down. It's always having issues, so it's never running. And they have like limited runs all the time yes. where they're like, it's only going to run every third Wednesday from three mm-hmm. to four. <laughs> so if you if you look at it, this might be the, one of the most expensive modes of transportation outside of space travel in this country. All I can ever think of. All I can. For real, like miles, yeah. for, for miles traveled. Yeah. This might yeah. be like a record for expense. Yeah. Per mile. All I can ever think of with it is the Simpsons episode with the monorail. The monorail. monorail. The Phil Hartman character comes in town. Monorail. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always we need think a monorail. Of with this. <laughs> this is better than a monorail. It's two rails. <laughs> and everyone hates it. It's a by rail. So goodbye to you, Loop Trolley. Yeah. No one will ever miss you. I, goodbye I, and fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. I hope the uh, the king of you city down there gets some kind of, you know... He should be buried in one of the cars. No, he should have, Not like a lie, he should, he he should have like negative financial uh, repercussions. repercussions but yeah. He won't. yeah. But he, he won't. won't. There'll be no, nothing bad not to happen to the rich person behind this. Yeah. Um, There's one more thing I want to talk about. I didn't really have it well prepared. So if this doesn't work out, I'm just going to cut it out. But uh, let's talk about it anyway, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Have you guys heard about this uh, $120,000 duct tape banana thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you guys are already familiar with it. I I wanted to kind of talk about that. I didn't want to go into the story too much. What is it? So for those that aren't, basically there was an art installation, right? And there was a banana 
a slightly rotting banana. It's just a real banana. Well, I think it was a fresh banana, and it, it just ro- okay, rotted Okay, it was kind of, it. okay, yes, yes. It's a real banana, that was, though. That was part of the installment, was the, the banana. It's a banana taped to a fucking white wall. With duct, duct tape. tape. With yeah. duct tape, and it's a piece of quote-unquote art. Mm-hmm. And so, how much did it sell for? $120,000. And then what happened to it? Um, That's my favorite part of the story. Mine, too. Well, a, a, a man named Daytona walked up to the banana. He's a performance artist. He's a performance artist. To took the banana off the wall, peeled it, and ate it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my favorite uh, part of it. Apparently, security it. was pissed. Yeah. They weren't happy. I, so I was confused. On well, the, where the fuck were they? Well, I'm you confused can't be pissed on it. if you're just going to hang out. Is part of the performance yeah. him eating it? But is it not his banana? I don't understand. It's, he's not the artist that did the original piece. So his performance is the banana. No, he's just a different dude who walked in and so ate the banana. So it's like it's like as, if I walked in his art. If I walked into an art installation and just took a piss on a painting, yeah. and was like, "Hey, no, I'm, an, I'm a performance artist, motherfucker." So the be, the more the the way to look at it, like I'm sure these artists would want you to, it's like you went in with a tube of acrylic paint and added a little guy in a Picasso, right? No, but imagine if like instead of doing that, I. I took the Picasso and I just stuffed it in my mouth. But here's the thing. The <laughs> performance, the argument from, I'm not saying you're wrong, but what I'm saying is the performance artist would say he utilized it in his art, which yes. is why it's okay to yeah. do. And it's still, uh, well, it's like if I were to like rub poop on it and like, I'm a poop artist. There you go. Would that not be that, that would make you my a, art? That would make you a performance artist. But would it, that also not make me a pardon the pun piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Ooh, that was good well, there. and here's my, uh, I guess, another one of my favorite parts of the story is that after 20 minutes, like one of the curators there just taped a new banana to yeah. the wall. <laughs> and, it's <just> fine. <laughs> and said that it was the idea so, behind it that mattered, not which banana it was. The- I have a, a maybe controversial stance on this. What? What could you possibly have that's controversial about this story? Uh, modern art is bullshit and performance art is bullshit. Oh, and everyone involved not... in this story is bullshit and none of it's art. And I mean, none of them well, are artists. Well, hold on. They're Pref- all bullshit. To say that performance art is bullshit, I don't agree with. Because performance art is like like stage plays or performance art, technically. I guess that's well, true. No, I think of like But when you say performance artist. Yeah, they're, they're not talking about. Or like this guy eating a banana. Because I mean, performance those... is performant. Performance artist is some weird bullshit yeah. usually. Yeah. Per, the the performing percent of the time. So the performing arts is like stage actors right, stuff like that. Yes. Right. Performance artists are people who like eat bananas, saw a toilet to in half, and sit on it in a street yeah. corner and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, uh, so would you say Yoko that like, Ono was a performance artist? You know, like those pieces of shit that do like social experiments where they like they're like I'm gonna sexually assault women is a social experiment by kissing them on the lips. Yeah. Is that a performance art? No, that's a no. rapist. <laughs> so. No. Well, and so here's the thing with this, this banana for $120,000. It's dumb. And everyone involved is dumb. Whoever it's, paid that money, whoever made it, whoever I hung get, it up well, as art, me, everyone is dumb. Let me I make think, a point uh, though. There is value in art. Yeah. Let's not, not in this though. No, there is no value in I, anything I that happened. In I this. think that, uh, a, a group of secret police should go to, to, to the home of the person Whoa. who paid $120,000 for this banana tape to the wall. Yeah. And they should seize 50% of their assets. And, I think they should seize 50% of the banana. You don't deserve this They don't deserve it. You don't deserve this They should give half of whatever they have to poor people. <laughs> because who, you they're know what? They'll too pay. dumb they'll, to they'll hold They'll spend that money. $1 on a banana, so not wait, $120,000. Uh, yeah, what do they even do? Do they, when you buy this, 
Do you get, like, do you untape it from the wall? Isn't part of it being on the wall? Did they give you the whole wall? Yeah, well, that's like uh, saying, like, I would like to buy that dance you just did for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you buy an intangible thing? The how whole do thing? you I mean, bananas buy are a tangible, yeah. But, like, you're we buying... We make an album called that. <laughs> intangible banana. You're buying the... Uh, Wall, banana on the wall not like it's part of it's the banana on the so wall is the piece of so art so what for $120,000 you get the idea of taping a banana to a wall yep <laughs> I can do that in my house that's for what I'm saying dude modern art is stupid and everyone that partakes in it is also stupid that's what I'm saying if you spend $120,000 on that what you're doing is you're like I'm so rich yeah that I will just wipe my ass with money mm-hmm. uh, you know um, fuck poor people yeah I, now that I think about it, maybe my original stance wasn't harsh enough and they should be literally oh. fed to the homeless. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know about that statement. Maybe the banana should be. No. No, okay. Uh, no, the person who no. spent the one time. Oh, yeah. But listen, been... listen, I'm a reasonable person. They should only be fed to consenting homeless people that are fine with eating. <laughs> that are fine eating people. Human yeah. flesh. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm in. You don't just go to like any soup kitchen and add people to, no, the, to the food and don't tell them. Yeah. No, that's too much. No. I've seen that movie. As you all can tell, I'm a humanitarian. Yes. Yeah. You care about humans eating humans. Yeah. Yep. Which is what a humanitarian is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys had heard about <laughs> it's that. Like a vegetarian. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just only eat human. Um, and you know you use you don't use oh, cow milk. You use human breast milk. Yep. Uh, um, oh, you're one no, of those no, creepy no. guys on Craigslist. It's <laughs> like I need. Uh, I'm into the it's an emergency. A medical I, uh, emergency. Only the purest grade D worms milk. Milk. <laughs> 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 milk. Worms milk. <laughs> Um, I need Miak, like from Ernest Scared oh, Stupid. Oh, no. And that concludes our news segment. But just because Connor's not here doesn't mean we're not doing a conspiracy corner. This week, we still have to finish up by doing Paige's conspiracy corner. Paige, what do you got for us? All right, guys. Okay, so I'm going to do I'm gonna do a little bit of setup here before we okay. get too into it. Uh-huh. Uh, so the Great Pyramid of Egypt. I'm familiar. Never heard of it. You guys, we... you guys familiar with it? Let's start way at the beginning. <laughs> way at the beginning. All right. So there's a pyramid. Okay. It's great. And, and it's, it's in, in Egypt. Egypt. Gotcha. Uh, and it is the tomb of Pharaoh Khufu. And it is one of the three that people think of. It's the larger one. The other two are considered to be tombs of his sons. Um, it is the oldest of the seven wonders of the world. It was completed around 2560 BCE. Uh, and it is made from 23 million blocks of stone, some weighing over 70 tons each. So it's a huge, massive That's undertaking to to build this. Um, oh, that must have cost almost as much as the loop trolley. Almost. It's got to be close. <laughs> it's got to be close. So because it's so massive and these stones used in it are huge, how do you guys think they built it? Um... I think that uh, because there was no radios or entertainment or anything else to do, they just got like every guy together and made them pull r- r- giant blocks through the desert. Yeah, and a uh, bunch of like, guys, yeah. uh, like as many people as they could possibly like, get the together. People. All yeah. the people. Okay, yeah. okay. So uh, you guys are both wrong. Oh, it okay. was dinosaurs. They <laughs> okay. used All dinosaurs right. to build the Great Pyramid. Of course. All right. Is uh, I don't want to jump. In. Is this rooted in some weird Bible people stuff? <laughs> is it? Let's get into it. Okay. I was gonna say uh, this. So there are two main sources I found for this this theory that dinosaurs helped build the pyramids, and the first one is Vince. This is a French name. I'm sorry, everyone. Finesh, Finiche. That's Vanici. totally not it. That's a thousand percent not it. Vince Vanici. Uh, I'm Vince Finesh. I'm just going to call him Finesh. Okay. We'll pretend that's right. Uh, he is an evangelist pastor and director of a fully licensed state approved creationist institution. Okay. So he's a creationist. And for Where those. Is this at? Who, what's, 
Is he's French. In, oh, okay. it might it might be in Malta where his school is though. I'm not entirely right. positive. But for those that don't know creationists, um, he believes 100 percent in the Bible creation story, uh, and that the Earth is only like what, what like four thousand four thousand years old. Um, and so he believes that dinosaurs and humans lived at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he believes that they helped build the pyramids of Egypt. And in every article I could find of him and his interviews and everything, he says multiple times that these are only his personal beliefs. But I think he's just trying to save his school from going under because it's state approved. And he's the director of it. Um, he says the dinosaurs are mentioned in the book of Job um, and definitely existed at the same time as humans. And so what he's referring to in the Bible, the book of Job, chapter 40 is through the, 41. Is he the beast of Babylon as a dinosaur? No, that is one of them. But okay. the behemoth and the leviathan the okay, yeah. are the two mentioned in the Bible. And the behemoth description we have is, Behold now behemoth, which I made with thee. He eateth grass, grass as an ox. Lo now, his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that madeth him can make this sword to approach unto him. Surely the mountains bring him forth food where all the beasts of the field play. He lieth under the shady trees and the covert of the reed and the fens. The shady trees cover him with their shadow. The willows of the brook encompass him about. Behold, he drinketh up a river and hasteth not. He trusteth that he can draw up Jordan into his mouth. He, Aye, he was a man yea tall named Paul Bunyan. <laughs> and so uh, the reason that he argues that this is a dinosaur. Clearly and that from the description. Yes. And that it's real is because in this same book of Job, uh, there are only 12 animals mentioned that God created and all of those are real. So obviously this one has to be real. Okay. Yeah, but this could be a giant sloth or an elephant or a mammoth. So there are a lot of people that actually any study. any other giant there, cow. Yeah. There are a ton of biblical scholars that think it's a hippopotamus is the main one that people think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because they argue the whole thing that he can be like, he can lay down in reeds by the bank of a river and be covered. A fucking dinosaur can. Yeah, like you know how <laughs> brontosaurus that. can sit under a tree and <laughs> Chill out, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people think it might be a hippo. Um then so that's kind of mostly his logic for thinking that dinosaurs existed at the same time and then just like the pyramids were hard to build so obviously dinosaurs helped out right, right? but there is because another because they because what else could lift that only fucking dinosaurs only a dinosaur? I've seen Jurassic Park and World and Lost World I've seen all of them mm-hmm. just to be clear not to just name all, all of them all of them Jurassic <laughs> and they're strong creatures yeah, they can help you move giant for stones. sure and I you know what else I've watched what ever heard of a little program called the uh, the Flint Stones. What? That documentary mm-hmm. series on History Channel. That's it's true. A docudrama. They use dinosaurs in everyday life, mm-hmm. even as garbage disposals. Yep. Even as garbage disposals. Yeah. You and got, vacuum you got cleaners. Got a good point. Yep. So I'm just saying, there's some validity to there's it. There's some validity to it with <laughs> yep. the Flintstones and the Jurassic Park. That the documentaries. The documentaries. <laughs> Unless you start coming up with some evidence to the contrary, I think I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, right. I think this is clearly. Oh wait, we have. We have more evidence. Well, right, but I was already sold. I was already sold, but right, you got more. So, but wait, there's more. So besides this, besides this French creationist, uh, there is an Egyptologist, a very famous Egyptologist. His name is Nabir al-Samud. Um, oh he found the palette. He didn't find it. This has been found before. The palette of Narmar. What the um, fuck is the palette of Narmar? It's actually huge, and it's we have a, a lot thing? of hi- yeah, we have a lot of hieroglyphics because of it. We learned a lot of translation because of it. It's a very famous tablet that's it's not really like well this preserved. Made up dinosaur bullshit. No, 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 no. This is actually okay. legit. This, is, like is, a, this is a real thing. Yeah, it's it's historical and it's very important, and we've okay. learned a lot from it. You know, just um, like the dark saber. Mm-hmm. So it is 
from around the 31st century. Um, and we have a picture from that, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. You want to see that up picture? for me? <clears throat> uh, so this is just a tiny bit of his proof. Obviously. Look at this proof. That proves it to you right oh, there. Oh, those lions with weird snake necks? Yeah. Yeah, so those are dinosaurs. Or, they're, yeah, they're they like panthers or something like with just long no, necks. No, they're dinosaurs. Oh. You know. They don't look like any dinosaurs. This I've Egyptologist says they're dinosaurs, so they're dinosaurs. Okay. Why yep. do they draw them like cats then? Why do they have cat Or like llamas. Faces? Yeah, I didn't because even Because they're that. dinosaurs. They, <laughs> fair enough. So, You're right. They look more like, uh, they probably are llamas. Yep. Or camels. No, that ain't a camel. They could have <laughs> done a better job doing a camel back. Well, uh, I mean, I guess, so you know, they... like you can't have artist interpretations of anything or like uh, just bad drawings. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't his only argument, though. Okay. This isn't his only argument. I mean, argument. it's a pretty. They found some dino so, scat in the desert. They did find some texts. Uh, <laughs> I thought they you were going to say they did find <laughs> some scat. <laughs> they did. Uh, no, there were some texts discovered in 2013 that date back around 4,600 years. Yeah. Um, they are supposedly written by men who participated in the construction of the Great Pyramid themselves. So this is some some great actual uh, like people that were there that we can use as a reference point. Um, and these ancient texts describe Ra Nitka, um, which we've heard of before. We have other texts with him. It's described as the God Beast. Um, they originally thought it was to be like a whale, kind of the way it's oh. described, like a big ass whale, like yes. a leviathan. Um, but now, after these texts came out. They describe him as living both on land and water, and he's said to have helped move materials used in the construction of the pyramid. Um, they believe it describes a brontosaurus of some kind because it says things like the tail can kill an army of men and its neck reaches out to the sky. Um, what is this fucking ark? <laughs> so they think it kind of describes a dinosaur, right? Yeah, um, with that description. All right, how do you fucking train a giant building-sized brontosaurus? <laughs> you know how you do it? You don't. You don't do it at all. Uh, no, according... And then you make up shit like this to sell your religion. According to this picture, you just tie some ropes around their neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, doesn't seem too hard to me. They're, their necks don't really reach the sky. It, it, like, no, they reach like eight <laughs> feet in the air. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, you know... I know they did lots of symbolic drawing, but, like, scale. You know what I'm saying? Give us a sense this of This might scale. even be what they thought fucking giraffes looked like or something. It could be. I don't okay. know if there's desert and giraffes. No, but giraffes are in Africa and that's... Uh, Not that far. A lot closer to there than brontosauruses would yeah. be. Well, actually, <laughs> yes. actually, okay. So let's go back to another point. Uh, there are fossils of a thing called a paralysian. A paralegal. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it is like, it looks, it seems very similar to a brontosaurus, but uh -huh. it's a new kind of dinosaur. It's not a brontosaurus. It is a vegetarian, and it does have an extremely <laughs> long neck and an extremely long tail, and they did find them in Egypt. It's called an herbivore. Yes. A vegetarian is a human. That's fair. That's they, fair. They carbon date them bones. Um, and, and its name means tidal giant. So mm -hmm. there is some kind of connection to like the water and the land. So they did find that. I also found one article I could not actually find any evidence for real backing this up that they maybe found dinosaur bones inside of one of the pyramids. But again, I found this on literally one article nowhere else. I mean, and even if and they did, that yeah, happen, that's yeah. not like impossible for no, dinosaur think... bone to end up in a pyramid. And from the article I read, they weren't arguing that dinosaurs built the pyramids. They think they just put it there. This was like a separate article yeah. you were reading. Yeah. Well, Unrelated. Okay. Makes, that makes, <laughs> that's, actually makes sense. So then, though... Doing some more digging, 
this like super famous Egyptologist that everyone quotes. Is that a real job? Yeah. Yeah. Egyptologist okay. is real. There's yeah. just some like jobs that are so specific that, that you're like, there's no way. This is very yeah. specific. <laughs> like it's... gynecologist? Yes. Like how are you <laughs> just the way those are real? A, a vagina doctor. Like, there's no way that's real. It's too specific. Vagina yeah. specialists. What? No, an Egyptologist Egypt is basically like an Egyptian archaeologist okay. just because there's so much there. True. It's its own thing. True. Um, and so he's in all these articles. They use the exact same quotes. It's uh-huh. the exact same story from him. Exact same pictures. Okay. And they always just say world famous Egyptologist. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I finally found another article. He might not be a real person. <laughs> <laughs> like he might not even exist. If you Google this guy, the earliest thing you can find <laughs> is the article I referenced in this, which is from World News Daily Report, which is an American newspaper based in Tel Aviv, Israel, and it's often considered satirical and Zionist and has been accused of being fake news. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. I was going to say, it's also too many things that are supposed to sound legit put together. It's yeah. like super real news. Trust us. Exactly. <laughs> like... Yeah. And apparently that's the first mention you see of this guy who's supposed to be like, a world famous Egyptologist. So he might not even exist. He might just not even be a thing. Right. So. That's it? That's it. Oh, so this guy that made up this e- uh There's two people behind it. A creationist who just in passing was like, yeah, dinosaurs obviously built the pyramids. And then uh an Egyptologist that might not even exist. So wait a second. <laughs> so. Wait a second. You're telling me this entire conspiracy is resting on the heads of a a creationist yep. and a person who might not be real. And the yep. Israeli version of the National Enquirer. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which the National Enquirer has posted like Bigfoot baby articles uh, and shit like that, right? They've they used to put like every year Bat Boy on the cover for like <laughs> Yep, yeah, that's like, true. Run. That's true. Well, I mean it's that's one of the dumber conspiracies we've done yep. in terms of like uh validity. Yeah, not like the Vril, where there no, was all exactly. kinds of Okay, well, okay, to be fair. Every... I didn't want to delve into something that was going to take, like, six episodes to hash out. True. <laughs> so... I mean, this is pretty easy to just say, well, that's stupid. This also, I... in all fairness, is more plausible than the Vril. It's true. And it made me laugh pretty hard. Wait a second. It made me laugh real hard Give when me I read why about it. your argument for why this is more plausible Why do I think it's Vril? it's less ridiculous to yeah. think that Egyptians lived alongside dinosaurs as to think that there is currently... A race of lizard people that have infiltrated all of hey, society. Okay. You know what? <laughs> and live. Say no more, Chris. <laughs> we get it. I'm starting to see. They live I'm in the hollow earth. See your point. Where yep. the core of the earth acts as their sun. I'm yep. starting to see your point. That's And fair. they also, according to that conspiracy, have dinosaurs in there with them. Uh, which I don't know if you guys even got into with Connor, but that's part of the Vril thing. Only a little Holy bit. Holy fuck. God. <laughs> I, honestly, let's not retouch on it. Yeah, no, the Vril, they live, with, go they live with dinosaurs in the earth's yep. core. And those dinosaurs help them build the build. build the okay. Pyramid. Oh my God. Build. <laughs> build. <laughs> this is just an extension of the real of the real. We're coming back Holy around. Holy shit. We're coming back. Where around. Where do you think they got the dinosaurs? It's from the real. Mm-hmm. And turning this back around to uh, Jurassic Park and the real and cloning. What's a central theme in Jurassic Park? Uh, Connect the fucking dots, Chris. See the bigger picture. Don't play dinosaurs. God. Don't play God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Life finds a way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well put. Well, anyway, I I guess that's it, huh? You, that's you know, all I had. It was a short, it. short, sweet, and to the that's point good. one. Uh, and so, just so you guys know, uh, the dinosaurs built the pyramids. Okay. Well, I guess that's where we're gonna wrap up the podcast. Then, Chris, unless you got anything else to add to it. Um. Oh, the dinosaur thing. Yeah. 
Listen, um, I no, I just think uh, a bunch of people who lived to the age of thirty uh, and then died uh, built the pyramids. Oh and, wait, and I broke forgot. Their backs doing it. Oh, there's an important there's detail. One, there's no, one no detail. dinosaurs involved. There's one detail. An actual uh, Egyptologist, Pierre Tillet, is the one who found the the tablets that he references. Mm-hmm. Not the one of Narmer, but the ones that were found in 2013. Yeah. Um, what does he say? He actually found them and he actually translated them. And he says that the tablets just say that there's a rock quarry eight miles away. <laughs> uh, and, and that they uh, moved the stones by boat during Nile flooding seasons. <laughs> he says there's nothing in it at all about dinosaurs. So oh. <laughs> I forgot to add. Oh, that's I a pretty to add that important, important point. Yeah. Paige is like, I think... You're trying to sell this dinosaur. <laughs> I'm in, guys. I'm invested. Conspiracy. I'm invested. I dig it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> Paige, that was lovely. Before. That was lovely. Thank you. You did a great job filling in for Connor. Thank you. You did. Who will be here next time, guys, mm-hmm. on next month's episode of the Paracast. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we do this once a month. Same thing every month. Recap some of the month's funniest news and then follow it up with some ridiculous conspiracy theory. Usually uh, a segment hosted by Connor, but Paige, you did a great job. Thank you. That's a good job, Paige. Thank you. You did a way better job being Connor than I did being myself. (laughs) Chris, you did great. I loved having you. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, shucks. Thanks. You got anything you want to shout out? Uh, Yeah, I got a few plugs uh, I want to do. Do them. There's this uh, great up-and-coming comedian, Eddie Murphy. You guys should all check out. He's really struggling right (laughs) now. Hit him up on social media. Uh, let them know you're out there. Let them know you care. Yeah, let them know you came from the Paracast, huh? Uh, uh, smash that like button. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Hey, well, to add to what you're saying, yes, whatever you're listening to this on, subscribe, like it, follow it, yeah. whatever you have to do to get notified of the latest episodes. Because we only do this once a month, and sometimes we do it like a month and a half after the last one, <laughs> and then this case. Because, we're great uh, at typing, y'all. It's been like 45 days, and we're doing it at the end of the month. We're really busy with the holidays. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Paige? What do you have to say? Yeah, uh, I'm not quite heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, on all social media, but I don't really know how Twitter works, so find me on She's other on there, things though. than that. She's on there. I am. I don't know how to use it, though. Check her out on that Insta. She's yeah. An, she's an she is on Insta. Find me on Insta. That's she a better way. She's an influencer. I know how that works. Yeah. Um, I'll post all my dinosaur uh, Egyptology. You can also find us all on Pinterest. Pin- Pinterest. Pinterest. <laughs> oh, my God. You sound like an elderly fucking man there. Um, yes. Anyway, guys, if you want to check out more episodes of the Paracast, like you can just find them on whatever you're listening to now. But you can also go to our website at uh, danpairbig.com forward slash Paracast. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at danpairbig. I also stream on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash danpairbig. That's actually where we're live right now recording this episode. So you can follow me on there. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Catch us next time when the full gang will be here. Hopefully, Chris comes back and joins us again. Uh, we'll see. How we'll lucky see you how lucky I am. How lucky you are, Internet. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh, stay vigilant for clone dinosaur people. Yep. Yeah. Watch out. Watch, watch, watch out. out. And stuff. They're not even evil. They just helped the pyramids. They're chill. They're good dinosaurs. I've seen Jurassic. They, you know, <laughs> the Egyptians had to kill all the dinosaurs because they knew too much. They yep. knew they're too like, much. They're yep. like, we don't want those neighboring. We don't want the Mesopotamians knowing how to make pyramids. pyramids we got to yep. kill these dinosaurs. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't blame them. Uh, guys, thank you for tuning in. Bye. I'm Chiquita Banana and I've come to say I come from Little Island down Equator Way. I sail on big banana boat from Caribbean to see if I could help the neighbor fallacy. I bring a song about bananas. I sing it low, I sing it low.